1: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
2: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
3: Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on
4: Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony Delisandra. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You
1: know, I had to like Choose a more challenging route than just like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to... Like, that's what the song wanted.
4: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call Podcast on Deadline.
1: An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March, and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
5: Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there, or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
6: This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio.
5: It was poetry-like, if you will. Well. Come in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show as we are in the air everywhere, chilling in the audio world as we are weak in the knees, coast to coast, border to border and beyond, on the vast and uncommonly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from a stump. As in a stump speech, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hope all is well in your world, which is really the only world that matters. right? We all live in our own world, and that's all that matters. I'm in my world. You're in your world. Roberto's in his world, Coop's in his, and Eddie's in his. But here we are united by the power of a major broadcast entity, the massive, overwhelming blowtorch that is Fox Sports Radio. When I started, it was a little matchbox, but now it's a blowtorch. It used to be a little matchbox, a little baby matchbox. All right, so I lead this hour coming from the Bayou, where they make those great king cakes. They made for prime time matchup, although not quite. Not a lot of razzmatazz, the Ravens and the Saints and Nolens. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, the ex-Fox guys who took the big check, went over to ESPN. They were there. Did you watch? watch? No, you did not watch? I don't blame you. I can't blame you. We watched for you. Don't worry. We watched. It's part of the package here when you listen to the overnight show. So Kenyon Drake, running wild. He's a running back. And he's bounced around the NFL. He had a couple of touchdowns and 90-plus yards in Baltimore. Taking care of business, 27-13 to 13 over New Orleans. The Ravens improved to 6-3. They're in good shape. And the New Orleans Saints dropped to 3-6. And, and they're also in good shape because of location, 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 location. Division, division blows. Everyone just sucks just like they do. And so they're not in terrible shape. But let us discuss the question. We're going to start with the New Orleans side. We're not going to spend too much time on New Orleans because they blow. But we will spend a couple of good minutes on the Saints. We'll get to the Ravens in a moment. The question, how does Andy Dalton continue to get chances? How does the man do it? How does he do it? I, I, I can't quite figure it out. I have some theories I will share with you. I've got the general, Starbucks, and Voltron and we will combine all of these things together, and that will be the building block for this Mahler monologue. So, A, Andy Dalton continues to be an oversized enigma. But you know what you're going to get with Andy Dalton. You can say this about Dalton. You know going into a game what you're going to get from this guy. We can count on one hand, one hand the number of good performances that we have seen in his entire career going back to the very beginning with the Cincinnati Bungals. And we've been here to document the entire time of Andy Dalton in the NFL. He's been lately on the merry-go-round. The merry-go-round goes round and round, bouncing around the Hobo Express. And Andy Dalton, known as the Red Rifle, it's really the Red Pea Shooter these days, but I call him the general because when I see this guy play in a primetime game, it is like General Custer leading his team into Little Big Horn it is a fascinating fascinating debacle it's we're all rubbernecking we're all rubbernecking we're all watching it's a 17 car pile up side of the road and Dalton now 6 and 20 straight up in primetime games 26 primetime games, 6 and 20 his record as the starting quarterback and this was your standard middling game against the Ravens as Dalton had 10 yards, a touchdown, a back-breaking interception deep in his own territory, as Baltimore picked off Dalton and they get the ball back inside the 20-yard line of the Saints. And the entire night, New Orleans was stuck in mud on offense. They had 13 first downs the entire game. 13, that's it. Dennis Allen has really put his stamp. This is now a Dennis Allen product, the head coach in New Orleans. What a blah football team. Pull out the paper bags, Grandma, because the Saints are back to being the Aints. They're not particularly good at anything. They're in the middle in a lot of areas, and they're stuck in that dead man's zone. Not bad enough to... End up at the very top of the draft. Now that it would matter because New Orleans traded away their pick anyway, nor should you try to beat the top of the draft, but they're they're not close enough to being a quality team where it would matter making a move. the trade deadline has passed anyway. Now, page two, this game on the other side for the Ravens, right It takes two to tango. and you you look at the other side here with the the Ravens and their situation. If you will. And what did you make of the Ravens' performance in New Orleans? So for, for Baltimore, this was this was the big easy. It was machine-like for the Ravens without a number of key players. The media gets all worked up about that, but the good teams don't bitch about it. They just go out and play like the Ravens. The crappy teams, oh, woe is me! wow is me! I don't have free guys on offense! I can't play! Boo-hoo-hoo! That's how that goes. So you can tell there's a point of demarcation between the teams that that get it and those that don't and that's a credit to John Harbaugh. For years when he started we called him Jim Harbaugh but now we call Jim Harbaugh John Harbaugh and John Harbaugh John Harbaugh. So we've forgotten about Jim Harbaugh we just call him John Harbaugh cuz John Harbaugh's the one winning Who? winning uh, that's John Harbaugh he's the coach he's 60 but he looks like he's late in his late 40s the coach in Baltimore. And the Ravens, I figured it out. Now, I'm not a coffee drinker. My wife loves coffee. I don't drink coffee. Even though I do the overnight show, I I never have coffee. I've never had a cup of coffee. But the Ravens are like Starbucks. They have maintained consistency. My wife tells me that we, we travel sometimes on the weekends, that you go to a Starbucks, you get coffee, it tastes the same no matter the barista, no matter where you go. Anywhere you go, there's a Starbucks. That's consistency. That's what every business wants to get to. And the Ravens have that. And that's a credit. I'm being Benny Brightside on this. I am. I'm jealous. The Rams don't. I like the Rams. The Rams don't have that. The Rams won a Super Bowl and they thought time stopped and they didn't have to play the next year. They thought they'd get the year off. And you see that all over the NFL where, where teams cannot have consistency. The Ravens have that. And. The Ravens playing a hodgepodge of backups, and really when you break down the depth chart, not only second stringers, there were third stringers mixing and matching furniture like you're putting a living room together, the injury report reading like a phone book, and it didn't matter. Choo-choo, the train keeps moving. Baltimore plugging in the gaps. Plug and play. The faces change. The results stay the same. That's the way it's supposed to be. But every time somebody gets hurt, we get the woe is me crowd, most of them in the media, some depressed fanboys who send nasty messages to me or call into the show and say, oh, I can't believe so-and-so got hurt. We're screwed. And uh, the teams that live long and prosper, it's next man up. The Eagles a few years ago won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Nick Foles blows. They won a Super Bowl. For a couple of weeks, Nick Foles was pretty good. But that's the situation in Baltimore. The train keeps moving. Baltimore plugging in the gaps as Kenyon drank the backup running back here, the big day. The defense, shorthanded, was hovering over the New Orleans offense like a helicopter. And they finished with four sacks, seven quarterback hits. Justin Houston, who's older than dirt by NFL standards, had three tackles, two and a half sacks, three quarterback hits, two tackles, and a partridge in a pear tree along with an interception. So things are looking up. Baltimore, if you look at their upcoming schedule, they have what we call the hostess schedule, Cupcake City. And they are lining them up and uh, knocking them down, coming up after the bye. So they should fatten up that record and go up, up, and away is the way it should work. All right, last word here. So during the Manning cast, which I was not watching, but many people enjoy that content, for me it's, you know, I don't need Chuckles the Clown. I'm good on that. I don't need it. So I watched the game, and I watch the games. But they had Sean Payton on there, the Fox broadcaster, and he popped up. And when talking about Lamar Jackson and his future and the question, will Lamar get paid the forever contract by the Baltimore Ravens? They did not pay him this offseason. Will they pay him after the year? The former Saints coach coyly planted the seed of forming Voltron with the Ravens quarterback. Payton announcing, quote, he, meaning Jackson, has a chance to be a free agent and I have a chance to be a free agent, close quote, clearly implying that the two will work together. So what are the odds that Lamar Jackson ends up forming a confab with Sean Payton next season? What are the odds? So the Malheur sportsbook odds on this, we're going to set the odds at plus 8,500. That implies a 1% chance. Only 1%. I'll tell you why. The pesky fine print at the bottom for both these guys, both these bozos, the minutiae at the bottom of the contract, Lamar Jackson will not, will not reach free agency without first receiving the dreaded franchise tag from Baltimore. So he ain't going anywhere. Now, Lamar did not throw the ball particularly well. There were backup receivers, and he threw behind them or the other direction. It was not a piece of art throwing the ball. He did run the ball well, Lamar Jackson. The guys were totally confused, but throwing the ball was not his forte in this game. But he's going to get the franchise tag, and so you're you're stuck with the expensive diamond-studded ball and chain. Plus... From what we hear, any team that hires Sean Payton, whether that's the Colts or go down the list, Arizona, when they fire the Instagram model coach, Cliff Kingsbury, and get rid of him, any team that hires Sean Payton is going to have to give trade compensation, so they'll have to give up a few mid-round draft picks, send those back to New Orleans. So it does tell you, though, the big reveal here, it does tell you the mindset of Sean Payton where he he ain't interested in coaching a, just a generic Mama Luke. No, nah, no, nah, he don't want to coach some generic quarterback. Peyton does not want to go to that side of the aisle, the, the bread line, if you will. He wants nothing to do with the bread line. He, he wants to go where they have loaves and loaves of fresh bread coming out of the oven, and the dough is arising, and a lot of dough. He's looking for that big rock star to lead the way.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
5: Horseshoes to horse feathers, welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere, hand in hand, as we jump at the opportunity coast to coast, border to border and beyond, on the vast and supremely powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from a swing as we appeal to swing voters. No? I guess not. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Don't bear the lead, my man! Our lead comes from the Hoosier State, the talk of the football world. We knew, knew that many people in uh, Coltland were on thin ice based on that performance on Sunday in New England. How bad was it? It was so bad that owner Jim Irsay took a wrecking ball to the coach's room. That's how bad it was. He said, you guys are professional coaches. I don't even want a coach. He gone. Yeah. And so if you didn't see it by now, if you missed it, the Colts handed Coach Frank Reich a pink slip. You're fired. And he gone after a 26-3 beatdown at the hands of a very mediocre Patriot team. Indianapolis, 3-5-1 and this season. And with Frank Reich exiting stage right, Jim Irsay hiring a former NFL player as his interim coach. This is the big headline here. Colt Center Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday will be working on Sunday. Who? Uh, a 13-year veteran there, toiling over the football in Indianapolis, also at the end of his career, played with Green Bay. He has as much experience as a head coach as you and I have combined And he has not spent a day as an assistant coach. Neither have I. Neither have I. But now, Mr. Saturday, the head coach for now in Indianapolis. So let us discuss the question. Did Frank Wright get a raw deal from the Colts? We'll start with that, and then we'll work our way to Jeff Saturday. But did Frank Wright get a raw deal from the Colts? And I am shaking my head. No! No, 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 no to infinity! And beyond, I've got Captain Morgan, Svengali, and supply chain. And we'll lock all of these things together, and we're going to make a big, giant steak at that famous St. Elmo Steakhouse there in Indianapolis where you can get the surf and turf. Very expensive place. All the broadcasters for the NFL, when they go to Indianapolis, they eat at that steakhouse. And occasionally they'll show video of it to get free meals. They'll show it on television. But you're not supposed to talk about that. It's taboo. So, number one. Number one. Number one. Frank Reich did not get the short end of the stick. Uh, It's not a sob story here. He was given the chance to be the head coach in Indy. It lasted over four seasons, 74 games as a head coach, and rather blah results 40 33 and 1 the record, two playoff appearances. No victories in the postseason. A revolving door at quarterback. That is the way the cookie crumbles. There were quality control issues in Indy this season. And when that happens, somebody pays the price. And they already started. They benched the quarterback. They fired an assistant coach. And then eventually, Frank Reich's number came up. The Colts were bad to the bone. Bad, bad, bad to the bone. They were. That's the way it is. Uh, They had no passing offense, dreadful, dreadful running the ball. There's not much else left if you can't throw and you can't run. Jonathan Taylor, who looked like God's gift to the running back position, has gone from game breaker to dump truck in the Indianapolis backfield. And Frank Wright, now out of work in Indy, Captain Morgan, leading the lifeless phantom vessel, the ghost ship, Floating adrift in the Dead Sea of the NFL. It is a performance-based business. We hear that all the time in the Indianapolis players. The kind of effort on Sunday that we often see in the NBA where they're trying to get a coach fired. It was that dreadful a game in New England. The players laid down and did not fight. And the owners saw it. Everyone watching that game saw it. The Colts ran 60 offensive plays. They averaged two yards gained. This was not going against the mid-1980s Chicago Bears defense or the early 2000s Ravens. You're going against the Patriots defense, which is fine, good, but they're not that good. The Colts had eight first downs the entire game. They allowed more sacks than first downs. They had nine sacks allowed to Sam Ellinger. The backup quarterback, who we were told two weeks ago was really, really good, then he went out and played, finished with 121 yards of offense, Indianapolis, a professional football team. They had 14 third downs, converted none of them. The kind of an effort that leads to a coach losing his job. And I would advise Frank, he is Captain Morgan there, so you might want to crack open some flavored rums there and not worry about anything. Now, page two. Why on God's green earth did Indy go with Jeff Saturday as an interim coach? Now, this is the meat of the story. It's on brand for the delirious stylings of Jim Ursay. You know who you're dealing with here. Ursay was going bonkers week after week watching his Colts be unable to do the basics, blocking and tackling. Suffering neurosis as he watches Indy play like a bunch of stumble bumps. And so he went into a blind rage after the game against the Patriots. And he decided to shake it up. And that sparked the fuse. And Jeff Saturday makes sense for Jim Irsay in his world. And that's the world that matters because he owns the team. Because why? Jeff Saturday Benefits from nepotism. It's hire a friend. Hire a friend. A lot of people get jobs because they're friends. He's been a voice in Jim Ursay's head. Jeff Saturday has been a voice inside the dome of Jim Ursay, a former Colts legend who was speaking to us via the boob tube, sending him messages. He was. You would be shocked by how much free time the robber barons who own NFL teams have have to watch television. It is a fascinating thing about the industrial complex of professional sports. These people have a lot of downtime. Television plays an integral role in their day-to-day lives. These rich people who have so much money, they've got nothing but free time. And Jeff Saturday clearly benefited from what we call the Svengali effect. He was on television every morning using mind control! Sending subliminal messages to Jim Ursay via the idiot box. He was using the idiot box. Now we have seen a number of people get hired because of their ability to look good and sound good on television. And it happens every so often, a couple times a generation, because of the idiot box. Matt Millen. Man, was he good on television. Boy, was he entertaining as a broadcaster, Matt Millen. And he got hired to run the Detroit Lions. He ran them right in the ground, 0-16. That was his team he built, Matt Millen. John Gruden, he had been a coach, but he was off television for a long time. But Chucky Boy, he returned to the Raiders after years on Monday Night Football. What a coup for the Raiders to hire John Gruden, to get John Gruden back. Uh, Mike Mayock. Who had been on television, NFL Network. He got hired by the Raiders to be the GM. It was a combo deal. John Lynch, for years, was on Fox on Sunday calling games. Took over the 49er front office. He's still there. So the results have been mixed. Jeff Saturday did not pay his dues. He won a raffle. Congratulations. You won the raffle, and you are now the head coach of the Colts. It's like that scene from Major League. Hey, how would you like to manage the Indians? I don't know. I, I got a guy on the other line. I got some White Walls. He's interested in buying. Is that, was that Jeff Saturday? Was he like I don't know. I might want to. Maybe I want to coach the Colts. I mean, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> uh, he's the first person in 61 years to ha- be hired without any coaching experience at college or the NFL level. 61 years ago, it happened. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, as a talk show host, I love this story. It is made for sports talk radio, good, bad, or ugly. If a head coach doesn't call plays and is just you know, – doesn't call the offense, doesn't call the defense, and they're just merely a liaison between the ownership group and the media and they are the spokesperson or motivational speaker – then what does it matter? I don't think that this guy Saturday is going to call the plays on either side of the ball. Now, meanwhile, the media feeding frenzy, the usual race baiters, furious that Jeff Saturday, a white guy, was given the interim gig here and they started racist. raising a ruckus. You know, everything's racist. This is the worst thing in the world. But they violated the Rooney rule. Oh, my God. Of course, they didn't actually violate the Rooney rule because it doesn't matter. In-season hires. It doesn't matter, but pounding the table. Outrage Army is standing by. Uh, Now, Jim Irsay was actually prepared for that. He was prepared for that. He was asked about the perception that the Colts circumvented the Rooney Rule. He said, there is no problem, Irsay said, or perception, except some of you guys, meaning the media, make a problem of perception and then he went on to say, "But you need hits, so you got to do it." I understand. I do the same thing. Ursay stated, "I was a broadcast journalism major." Well, Jim, you want to host an hour of the show? We'll give you any, give you an hour to do the show. Anyway, he said, uh, "Quote continued." It's something where there's always got to be a lot created and a lot of words said. Close quote. Well, Ursay's not wrong on that. There's a whole cottage industry of in the media that are race baiters, and everything's racist, and the world's out to get this group, that group. I mean, there's a bunch of that in the media. Racist. So I- even if you agree with it, you you have to understand it's there. I mean, there's people that whole living exist on this topic of conversation. Uh, it goes on quite a bit. And I just look at, the, at Jeff Saturday being hired. I I laugh. I think it's hilarious that Jim Ursay in my head, Jim Irsay, every morning, got up, probably around 10 or 11, turned on ESPN, saw Jeff Saturday, and said, hey, why don't we hire that guy as the coach? You know, it's hilarious to me that that's the thought process to hire a head coach. But I, I, tell me I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's something else to it. But that's the way I see it. That Irsay got up. He rolled out of bed. Maybe stayed in bed. He turned on the TV. Er, and, and Jeff Saturday was on there at one of the talking head shows. And he's like, oh, I kind of like that guy. Maybe we should hire him. I know him. Yeah, we'll hire that guy. He'll be my coach. All right, final point. So will top coaching candidates want to work with Jim Ursay? This is another sidebar, another branch of the topic tree where you'll hear, you'll hear people in the media. So Jim Irsay is so out there. He's so wackadoodle. No one who's any good will want to work with him. There's this belief that Irsay is so maladjusted. To the business of football, and he just inherited the team. And it was Daddy's team. He was born on third base, and all that. That the Colts will struggle to convince a top-flight coach to come to Indy. Now, I disagree with that. One man's uh, neuroticism is another man's passion. Right? That's a, the way. There's a, there's a finite number of these particular jobs, and so there's a supply chain shortage. There's only 32 head coaching jobs. In the NFL, there's actually less overnight sports radio jobs than there are head coaching jobs. But the point is, it's a finite number of jobs. These gigs are precious. They are cherished. If you have a a gigantic ego and you're in the coaching business, you want to be an NFL head coach. If you've been a coach and failed, you want another opportunity. If you've never been a head coach, you want a bite of the apple. So Jim has also got a fair amount of money. He inherited it, but he's got a lot of money. He's got a big checkbook. And so they will have the pick of the letter. Keep an eye on Jim Harbaugh for this job. Keep an eye. He's an ex colt quarterback back in the day. Keep an eye on Jim Harbaugh. Now, the other question that's been asked is, is the indie job a full rebuild or a quick fix? And the answer on that is, clearly, there is no such thing as the R word. One thing I like about Ursay, he does not believe in the rebuild. He knows what a con that is, and he doesn't want to be a party to it. is my kind of guy, no rebuilding, reload. And they will continue to have a revolving door quarterback and other positions until they figure it out, and then eventually they'll get it right, and then they'll have a good team, and that's the way it's going to be. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to comment on any of that, we will continue to take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Can you imagine the firestorm if the Colts somehow beat the Raiders this weekend? (laughs) Jeez. They do say crap runs downhill, but man, oh, man, what a... The greatness of the Raiders. Wow. Would that be a new low for the Raider French? It's one thing to lose to Jacksonville and blow a lead. It's another thing to lose to the Saints and be shut out. But to lose to a guy who has no coaching experience. That would be great. And and was a week ago giving hot takes on ESPN and then he goes and coaches the Colts. It's so good. It's such a great story. You would have to fire him. Like, oh, you, you right? got it, right? You yeah, did, so uh, I'm, I'm praying for that loss. All man. right. Uh, Raider fans for Colts. All right. There you go. Uh Get rid of McDaniels. Let him go back to the Patriots. It's happy place. He can go cuddle with Belichick, with the Patriots. All right. Hey, listen. This portion of the show made possible by Discover Card. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount, at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. The funny thing about hiring franchise legends and Jeff Saturdays in the ring of honor the rank-and-file NFL player have no idea who any former players are other than like a handful. Like literally, have no idea. A lot of the players, it's an ugly part of football. A lot of these guys are really good at football, but they could give a rat's ass about other football players or watching football. They just happen to be pretty good at it. And so that's the way they go about it. it it's its an interesting uh, dichotomy in the NFL, at least my experience dealing with with players and whatnot, uh, a number of them. Like I don't have time for that. I don't know. I, think I, I was playing football myself. I wasn't watching Jeff Saturday's fat ass on the offensive line. What's wrong with you?
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m.
5: Pacific. T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts
3: from. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
9: Sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota Toyota, let's go places.
2: Hey, this is John Ridley.
8: And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists.
2: You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human.
8: This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You
6: too. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
5: All right, Kubaloo.
4: So, been a few days after it was reported that the Nets were planning to sign suspended Celtics head coach Udoka It's now being reported that the Nets owner Joe Tsai has been uh, is being told not to do it. Yeah. But do you think there's something more to the Udoka story that we don't know, or are they just trying to not get more bad press after the Kyrie thing?
5: Well, they signed Kyrie Irving. I don't think they're worried about bad press in Brooklyn. Uh, there's got to be more to the story. We we do we know the tip of the it's like the iceberg. You know, you see the tip of the iceberg, but you don't know what's underneath the water. It's that kind of thing. But I still think, ultimately, is going to get hired, although it's going to have to happen like the next couple of days for that to take place. But that's who Kevin Durant wants. That's his guy. Next! Speaking of the
4: Nets, we found out that Steve Nash was invited to hang out around the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, ben, do you think Nash will get another chance at a head coaching job?
5: I don't understand why he would want one. He, he was never really the head coach in Brooklyn. He's got a lot of money from his NBA playing days with the Suns. Like, does he really want to go to Memphis and Oklahoma City on the back-to-back? I don't, I don't get it. I, don't, I really don't understand it. Uh, yeah, if he wants one, he'll get one. But why would you want one? Next!
4: A reporter caught up with Derrick Henry over the weekend, asked him what it's like to be the best running back in the league. Henry replied that that's Nick Chubb. He's the better running back. Ben, who do you think is the best well, running back? Well,
5: as in the you league? know, Coop, the term best means as good as all the rest. So they were. he was just saying he's as good as Nick Chubb and vice versa. That's what he was saying. Uh, he was being polite. How do we do? You failed this edition. That is a win for me. He's, he winked at me that I won. He gave me the wink. I saw the wink. That was the wink of victory by Kobe. gave me the wink. The wink. Loser. Winner.
6: I won. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now,
9: <laughs> Mallers
6: Mountain of Money.
9: Lord, that's a lot of money.
6: Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not.
5: And to the game we go. It's Mallers Mountain of Money, and we thought the guy was in jail, but apparently he's not. Or he's calling with his one phone call from the Gray Bar Hotel. We say hello to Jed who fled. Hello, Jed. Hey, how
10: about last night? I hope to be as good as the one guy. Things you do once a week. Bays. And uh, I can't remember the other but it was good. It worked. I don't know why it works so much, though. I'm she- over here. I'm probably I'm a borderline sober. Let's do this.
5: You are not borderline sober. You just used more words in this phone call than hollering James did, and he was on the air for four minutes.
10: I will tell you what was breaking with Poppy. is the record-breaking changing of the channel. So don't put him back on, because they just turned the station.
5: No, he hung up on Poppy. He's done.
10: Great, great job. Let's move
5: on. Slim the trucker is online to play. Hello, Slim.
10: Hey, what's up, Ben? Hey, can I give you my site to bite? Guess.
5: Do I want your slide? Do I? Do we yeah. need that? Is that the it, content we need? Is it,
10: yes. It's, Roberto, it's, do you want to hear
5: Roberto? Is uh, Roberto said no. Plus,
6: uh, plus, uh, Roberto's gonna play some Ice Cube or Dr. Dre or something or Snoot. So, anyway. <laughs> All
5: right. Jed, who would you like to partner up with, Jed? The Sports Talks or the
10: Sports talk or Sports Talk. ADRC. All
5: right. You want to play with a cheater? Makes sense. Slim the Trucker, who do you want to partner up with, Slim?
10: We want to go with uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers' favorite fan,
6: Ben Mallard. Let's do this, man.
5: There you go. They do love me in Cleveland. They finally won a championship after years and years of losing, and they, they honored me at their parade. It was great. Can't was... wait
6: for the Maller meet and Cleveland in Cleveland.
5: Oh, it'll be off the rails. Off the <laughs> rails. All right, hold on a sec. Koopaloop, what are the categories here as we get to the
4: game? All right, uh, this is the Tech 9 edition of Maller's Mountain of Money. Uh, he turns 51 years old today. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, so the categories are as follows. You've got Slacker, Caribou Lou, Riot Maker, and Straight Out the Gate. Jed?
10: Named after me, Slacker.
5: Your life story, the Jed Who Fled that's life that's story. That's like what's an
10: understatement. It's very much an understatement.
5: All right, Slim, pick your poison here, Slim.
6: Uh, let's go Riot Maker.
5: Riot Maker, all right, very good. <laughs> Everyone hold on here. We'll have the game in its entirety. We've got a couple of, of regulars in the Maller Militia. Standing by, this portion of the Ben Maller Show made possible by Discover Card. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Let me talk about amazing learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms, they do apply. Maller's Mountain of Money in its entirety next. Be sure to catch live
6: editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: And to the game we go. It's Maller's Mountain of Money, and we're ready to play this portion of the show made possible by Discover Card. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms, they do apply. We welcome in our contestants. I see Jed is on a different line than he was before. He must have hung up. He called back and Slim the Trucker. And gentlemen, you are both ready. The teams have been set. Jed, you picked Eddie. You wanted to play with a cheater, which is appropriate. Considering, you. you. considering your background there. Uh, Jed is mashed up with Eddie. And then I, Ben, am teamed up with one of our regulars, Slim the Trucker. And let's get the party started here. Jed and Eddie, I think you picked Slacker. Is that... That right, I believe it is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Eddie. All right. Uh, I wasn't
2: here when he picked it, so I'm. All right. Here we go.
5: Uh, These athletes were all considered slackers. 45 seconds on the clock. First and last name needed, and you're on your way. Go.
2: The beard in the NBA, playing for the Sixers. James Harden. A dog killing quarterback. Michael Vick. Latino Padres third baseman, also with the Dodgers and the Orioles
10: not? I
2: don't know. No. Uh, Move past it. Okay. Uh, Dominican second baseman for the Yankees. He then signed a big deal with the Mariners. Uh, then he went to the Mets. Robinson? Yes. Yes. Uh, University of Texas Heisman Trophy winning quarterback.
10: Was Old a, McCoy, uh, was a bust, with yep. bust with the Titans.
2: Bust with the Titans. You you beat, with the beat USC like single-handedly for the Dan Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Packers offensive lineman who's on the cover of Sports Illustrated, steroid guy out of David Michigan Mike State. Perry. No, no, out of Michigan <laughs> State. He was a total bust. Oh, speaking of bust, dead uh, in this round.
5: Yeah, total bust. Uh,
4: one hundred and thirty points.
5: That's not very good. Uh,
4: you missed Manny <laughs> we'll, Machado.
5: We'll see how you do. Oh, is this? A, are you, did you tell Slim? Uh, wait, a minute. Slim, are you in the are and Tony Mandarin? You play legit Slim, or is, are you one of Eddie's foils?
3: Oh, no, I'm
5: going to play legit. Okay. But if, but if
2: you don't do well, Ben will accuse me of cheating and you of being a loser.
10: I know, Eddie. Yeah. Eddie Garcia, I just want to tell you, Ben made me be sorry. He made me be bad. I'm sorry Eddie.
2: Oh, so you bad. were in cahoots with Ben. I see.
4: I, yes, he
10: right, made me be bad.
4: All right. All right. Riot maker is the category <laughs> here.
2: Coops like it. All the, right. Let's get on track.
4: Here. These athletes all started what would turn into a brawl. 45 seconds
5: begin. All right, uh, Red Sox catcher. He got I'm new-
10: over here, I'm on the right
5: here. Red Sox catcher. He got in a fight with a Rod, famous fight, captain uh, of the Red Sox. Pass. Georgetown. Ta- George. What's his name? No. Go ahead, pass. All right, uh, Georgetown Center played with the Miami Heat. Got uh, him. Of morning. Yes, uh, Blue Jays slugger from the Dominican, nicknamed Joey Bats. Is
10: uh it- Joey Votto.
5: No. Joey Petite. Eh, no, uh, no, no, Patricia. you can't. No, ex- no. What? He said said his name. name. No, his name's Jose Batista. That's not his name. His name is Joey Bats. That's his nickname. I mean, uh, The Express (laughs) for the Astros in the ring. Yes. Uh, Brown's defensive tackle. He threw his helmet. He's with the. Miles here. Yes. Uh, Mm All right. There you go. Joey Bats is, is not his name.
4: It's got almost his entire name in it. His name is I'll Jose Batista. His name is not Bats. You can't his say name the is nickname not jo- if, yes, you if, if part it of his is name not, is His, his in name, it. name is
5: Jose Batista. Well, it's, it's, it's a tie it is not Joey game. Betts. It's a tie game. His name game. is Jose Batista. It's a It is not Joey Bats. And you screwed me up. You screwed the entire room up. Excuses, excuses. again, you guys and these stupid- Or straight out the gate. Every game- it's, let's, let's have with Mallor! Joey Bats is not. It's a
4: tie <laughs> game. Are you going to collapse under the oh pressure or are you going to like it's step a rig, up it's a and rig, win it. It's
5: a rig deal again. Oh my God. What a crybaby. Right, wh- <laughs> who's going here? What are we doing? Jed,
4: do you want Caribou Lou or straight out the gate? Jed. Straight out the gate. Straight out the gate. All right. Uh, these athletes made all-star teams as rookies. 45 seconds, begin. Uh, current
2: star running back for the New York Giants out of Penn State. Saquon Barkley. Uh, the Dream for the Houston Rockets. I came larger one. Jolton Joe. Oh. Ah! Yeah. oh You <laughs> can't <kill>. say that, I <laughs> uh, uh, oh, shot- Cheater Garcia! Shot- Cheater Garcia! Uh, I can't get my clues. You're forward. He shot free throws underhand for the Golden State Warriors. Had a bunch of sons that played in the NBA.
6: Perry,
2: uh, no white guy. Pass it. Back in the day, Pass it. Uh, slugger for the Cardinals. He had a like his 600th home run this year. He went uh, went away. Came yes, uh, Slugger for the Baltimore Orioles. Back in the day, he was a manager. Black guy for the uh, Orioles as well. Uh, but he was the first Racist. first African American manager, I believe. Uh, mm. major baseball oh,
10: yeah, man. Ben Maller's a cheater, dude. We uh, all know that. Well, Eddie said, "Frank
4: Frank Joe? Robinson was the one that you missed there." All right. What's and, the score, uh, Rick Barry? What's the score? Start from the bottom, Ben. Come on. Uh, one ninety is the score.
5: All right, here we go. Are you ready? Slim. Yep. Here we go. Uh, Raiders offensive lineman. He went crazy before the Super Bowl, went to Tijuana. Oh,
6: I can't remember his name. All right. Padres, uh,
5: Padres third baseman, uh, steroid guy. He died at a young age. King yes. Uh, outfielder for the Rangers. He went to the Angels, did a lot uh, of drugs. Joey, uh, uh, Josh Hamilton. Uh, that is correct. I think that's enough to win the game, and that's fine. Uh, quarterback nickname Broadway for the Jets. Back uh, Joe, name Yes. Uh, the Bambino for the Yankees. Uh, uh, that is correct. Packers quarterback, uh, Mississippi guy, got in a lot of trouble, yes, right? Far. Yeah, there you go. All right, that's enough. We Damn won the game! Guys. Garcia's a loser. Oh, Bad job Jed, by you, Jed Eddie. Jed said you cheated. Bad job by you, Eddie. He threw the game on I your mean, orders. Yeah, I mean You started your vacation early, apparently. Threw the game yeah. on your orders. Take the night Cheating off, Cheating Mallor. Eddie. Take the night off,
3: Garcia. Cheating Maller. You
5: lost the game, Eddie. I won! Winner! You Mallor and Slim the Trucker!
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.